It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan. And I'm Carson Ray. And we're going very old school right now. That was like a classic Radio TCX intro. I I didn't say the number of the episode. I don't do that anymore, but you got your line back, Carson. Hey, it's it's a pretty good line. (laughs) It is a pretty good line. Um, So John's out this week. He needed a little bit of a break from all the challenging podcasting he has to do. It's really hard for him because he has to, you know, log on to Zencaster and answer questions I ask him. I can see how that's really tough. So he'll take a week off here. Well, and I'm pretty sure the dude's never played Republic in his life. And so he he doesn't want any part of this episode. It's kind of irrelevant. He's never he's never had hands on with any Republic ships. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about the Ada Two Actis. So this is a new ship coming out in Wave Eight. I want to say it's eight, right? Because we have the second half. I don't know, man. <laughs> the waves are all I... kind of made up as far as numbers. Some crack journalism here from Radio TCX. I believe the rest of Wave Seven is coming out soon, which is the Heroes of Hope and the Tyar Be Heavy. That's coming out the end of this month, October, and then end of November, November twenty seventh. We are getting a few more expansions, including the Ada Two Actus new ship for the Republic. So this week we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of spicy new cards that have been spoiled in the preview article. Um, I, like I think all the pilots, it must be at this point. Uh, a couple upgrade cards, lots of interesting stuff. All right, well, let's just uh, spend a force and boost on over there. All right, so we have to start off our conversation with the Eda 2 Actus release. Talking about that release date, November 27th, day after my birthday, guys. You can never have too many of these hyperspace rings. Let's be real here. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so great. They fit over the Eta 2. They fit over the Delta Ether Sprite. They fit on the viewing. These things are going to be awesome. I'm going to have to buy a bunch of Ada 2s just to have enough for, you know, all my Republic ships. Well, you have to paint them all to match each of the Jedi, too, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. So you have to have a Plo Koon ring. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm on board for this. I feel like our show, you can just hear the enthusiasm in our voice right now. Our show has a strong Republic bias, I feel like. Um, When we were talking the other week, when we were talking about, like, favorite cards... Um, it was just all Republic stuff, all clone stuff. I'm pretty sure I've played Republic exactly once. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Wouldn't try yeah, that again, ship's... though. <laughs> this ship's pretty cool, though. It does what the Republic does well, which is some uh, really good Force-sensitive pilots. Ada uh, 2's got a really great stat line. Bullseye arc of three dice, forward standard fire arc, two dice, three agility, three hull and then uh varied amounts of force between the pilots but all varying between two and three yeah not much varying it, they just yeah. are all stacked <laughs> with force they're all just awesome we also have the dial now so we have a better look at what's coming out uh, which it's got a purple maneuver and so the dial for the 82 has got uh one white hard turns we've got the full gamut of standard twos with the straightened banks being blue and then you have that purple two talon roll which is pretty clutch so you can perform that. You'll spend a force when you reveal that maneuver, and you can still perform an action afterwards because you're not going to be stressed. Uh, you've also got uh, three straight blue and three bank blue, and then some three white hard turns, a four blue straight, which is always nice, four red K turn, and then the five straight. 
So really strong dial here for the A to 2, which makes sense. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of hit points. It's got to make up for it in mobility. Yeah, I mean, you know, one thing to look at here, I mean, all the colors on that dial look great. I, I think spending a force is a lot better than getting a stress token uh, for your flip around maneuver. Uh, but you know what? If you want that stress, you got that uh, 4K turn as well. Um, I mean, definitely missing those one banks over um, the deltas. So this ship is going to have a harder time going slow, kind of. Uh, I mean, it could definitely go fast really well. I mean, we have to look at that ship ability, the intuitive controls. During the system phase, you can perform a purple barrel or purple boost action. Um, and this is like the real thing with this ship, right? It's it's this really weird timing movement um, and then paired with this dial. So can we, like compared to fine-tune controls on the other sprite, which is uh, more reactionary, so that one's after you move, you spend the force. Here you're doing this in the system phase. So you have to be a little more uh, preemptive in your planning, uh, get ahead of where you have to go. So in that sense, it's um, got some downside, so you don't have the finesse control afterwards. But in a lot of there's a lot of perks to having uh, a reposition action in the system phase. Yeah, I mean, like the best comparison for this is advanced sensors. But that um, you do that, you know, um, pre move barrel roll or boost um, right before you activate. Um, so at your initiative order, doing you know, the system phase here, I feel like at face value maybe feels like worse than advanced sensors. Um, and, and sometimes it might be, but there's also, um, sometimes where it's definitely better. I think the thing to keep in mind here is you get to, I don't know if like threaten movement is the right word, but you get like two goes at the movement phase here, um, with each of these attitudes. Uh, you know, when you're just each turn, when you're in the planning phase, you know, trying to suss out how all these different ships are going to move on the table, these are going to be really uh, difficult for your opponent to set dials against. I mean, you can, you got kind of like a decloak thing going on um, or not. Right. Right. Uh, I think that's going to be what some of the best things is like when they're, you know, expecting an obvious reposition and then move and then you just don't. Well, and I think there's something too. it's going to be hard to plan blocks for these guys. So if you're flying against the A to two, um, trying to plan a block so you can, you know, action deny them. First of all, not already so great because they have the force built in, so they've got built-in modification. But you can't plan on anything too strong because you don't know if your opponent's going to preemptively boost your barrel roll. So that's going to make blocking strategies, which stinks for me if I'm flying the first order. So I'll probably just have to switch over Republic for that purpose. Um, I mean, I go back and forth. Republic, first order. I'm skipping across time here. Uh, but I, I like that ability. I feel like there's kind of a comparison to... Like, if you were, Carson, if I asked you what's better, barrel rolls or boosts, what would you say, probably? Oh, man, they're both so good. Uh, they do, like, such different things. Um, I mean, like, looking at that two-talent roll, generally pretty easy maneuver to block. Um, you know, I mean, blocking in two turns pretty easy. Um, but, you know, if you get to boost three different kind of directions there to set up that two-talent roll, that's huge. Um, or you have those system phase barrel rolls, uh, which are great for setting up blocks and then you can activate, right? 
Well, right, yeah. So you get the you get the kind of fun preemptive block because you're probably moving at a pretty high initiative. Because I mean, you've got load Yoda on the low end here um, for pilot initiatives, but there's a lot of you know fives, six. There's a six, couple fives, couple fours. So you could use your reposition to block somebody and then still do your maneuver later, which is pretty funny. Yeah, and I think you know barrel rolling out and then turning in like that seems like a great play. That's going to be difficult. You know, even when you can see it coming, sometimes that's just going to be hard to set your dial against that. We should dive it out, I think, into pilots here because there's a lot to talk about on the pilot front. Um, obviously, we already got a spoiler for Anakin Skywalker, who uh, kind of introduced the idea of uh, other pilot-specific abilities. So just a quick rundown. We won't talk about him too much, but Anakin's pilot ability. After you or a friendly Obi-Wan Kenobi ship at range 0 to 3, executes a maneuver if there are more enemy ships and other friendly ships at range zero to one of that ship you may spend a force if you do that ship removes one red token of your choice so this ability is good for anakin but if you specifically have obi-wan kenobi with you you get a little extra uh effective range on this we now have the obi-wan kenobi card which kind of does the inverse where after you or a friendly anakin skywalker ship at range zero to three executes a maneuver if there are more enemy ships than other friendly ships at range zero to one of that ship you may spend a force if you do that ship gains a focus token so it kind of falls into the design space we've already seen with obi-wan really helping others with focus tokens which he does on the other sprite yeah, and we can't ignore that subtitle on Obi-Wan. His rules are great, but, I mean, Guardian of Democracy? <laughs> Can you get much better than that? Um, also, help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You are our only hope. Uh, and then we can move on from that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to jam in a soundbite of Obi-Wan yelling democracy at Anakin. <laughs> My allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy. Uh, that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. That was actually a soundbite. That wasn't me. Um, man, I want that Obi-Wan show right now. Um, yeah, so this is uh, this is a cool ability. Throwing out focus tokens, obviously awesome. They're best friends. Help each other out. It's awesome. Both got three force, initiative five, initiative six. Um, I mean, they're great. They're also competing against themselves, right? There's a lot of great Obi-Wans and Anakins out there. And so I like this. So just looking at this ability for Obi-Wan, this thing's pretty strong. So if you get in that situation where it'll trigger, so you get, I mean, close to enemy ships, um, they have the native white evade, which is a huge part of these ships here. So with the built-in force plus a native white evade, you're pretty often going to have both focus modification and have an evade token there, which makes you super tanky. Obviously, that's a huge part of their survivability with three agility and just three hull. Uh, but going into going into a situation with Obi-Wan, you could just jam him in there, get really aggressive, take an evade, and then still be able to get a focus token and have two force left on that initial engagement, which will make you pretty untouchable, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Delta-7 Obi-Wan, that's a great ability, you know, using that focus over and over. Um, but the ability to have a focus token and a evade token, uh, that's awesome. Okay, so not knowing the price point right now, um, well, let's assume it's, I don't know, what's a, what's a safe guess? Mid-50s, 60s, so somewhere in there? Um, I feel like they're not going to be crazy expensive, right? Anakin might get close to 70. No. It's it's really hard to say where these are going to land because of the three-force, right? Like, any three-agility ship like this with three-hull, usually you, get, you save some value there because they're so risky, but... I mean, so, yeah. like... Their action bar is better than the Deltas. 
Um, just I think having that white evade is better than the purple lock um, drawback when you're in the three agility variation. Um, you want to focus more on the defensive actions there. But being down a shield, like that is uh, pretty noticeable. And like the calibrated laser adding a focus result is better than just the extra die roll right in the bullseye because it's always usable right i mean and like these ships have ways to convert focus tokens um all that is a lot of words to say i think they're going to be less than a calibrated laser um delta seven okay so pretty pretty inexpensive yeah i mean i i don't think they're going to be that much cheaper but i think on the cheaper side that's where I'd price them at. And I feel like, I mean, that's probably true because FFG tends to want to make them competitive right away or make, you know, cost them to move, right? So that people will be using them right away because that's just a better look. Yeah, and game. I don't know why they try to do that because, like, like they put those hyperspace rings on there. Like, we're going to need multiple ones of these. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind a few months of some maybe aggressive <laughs> Jedi pricing. <laughs> <laughs> you'll benefit from it you've got the experience I'm, I'm a selfish man i'll admit that um so right now anakin in the other sprite is 62 points um and then obi-wan in the other sprite is 49 points so 49. that yeah <laughs> without so that's without uh right. uh clt so if you throw a clt on there it's a little different but just a four-point addition, so uh, 53, Obi-Wan, CLT, and then Anakin. Yeah, and I also think um, there's going to be a pretty narrow point spread on these um, because there's not really, like, they're all kind of the same. Uh, there's, like, a lot of great right. pilot abilities, about the same amount of force, um, pretty narrow spread of initiative as well. Yeah, I mean... I. I feel like it's going to come down more to pilot ability than chassis on whether or not you take um, the Eda's or um, the Delta's. Yeah. And I, well, I feel like there'll be some cool synergy stuff too, between the two, because there's so many great, actually great pilot abilities now um, that we can split. And we just have so many more Jedi options. So I feel like with the other sprites, you were kind of limited in con what configurations you could run. But if these are costed at a similar price point, then I could see situations where you want to run just standard other sprite Obi-Wan. We shouldn't spend all our time on Anakin and Obi-Wan. Okay, Let's but talk wait, about some more real pilots. quick, uh, which one has better art? Oh, between the two. Ooh, that's actually a hard I think it's Anakin's. Okay, because I was going to say, I think it's Obi-Wan. Um, Anakin's is awesome. I mean, super iconic. But, I mean, just like the angle on the Obi-Wan art, like, that's awesome. And, like, the rays of light there, like, it's really cool. Um, okay, so, like, evaluating the coolness of the shot, I'd probably go Anakin. If I was going to hang one of these in a room, like, in the podcast room, I'd definitely do Obi-Wan's. Well, that one's, like, looking down over you, right? Like, yeah. if it was, like, Obi-Wan's just in his, like, Edo, just watching you record, like, that's awesome. He's protecting me. He's guarding my democracy. <laughs> right. That's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have another really high initiative pilot. I was kind of surprised we got another five initiative five here, but that's good for Republic players. Yeah. Uh, we did not need it, uh, but yeah, thank you. We didn't ask for it. We didn't need it, and we certainly don't deserve it, but here we are. Ayla Secura, uh, the confident warrior, 
Uh, she's got the ability. While an enemy ship in your forward firing arc at range 0 to 1 performs an attack, the defender may change one blank result to a focus result. Um, this is awesome. I mean, like, looking at Obi-Wan's ability, like, that's also great, you know, defense. Um, a little bit of a Conquered Dawn flavor here, right? Yeah. Um, Concordia face-off. Changing a blank result to a focus result on one of these Jedi ships is, like, basically the equivalent of spending an evade token, right? You're going to be able to convert right. that focus. So so what I like about this ability, so it's contingent on you, you know, being reasonably aggressive with Ayla, right? So I, I like that because I like any ability here that's powerful, but also rewards more aggressive play because I think that helps the game in general move along, you know, when we have sometimes pacing issues in X-Wing. Um, and yeah, really like putting the weight on Ayla too. She has to get into the fray, make sure she's close to the enemy in order to protect the other ships in your list, which is cool. Well, the pacing issues are just you taking too long to set your dials. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Ayla it should help you push damage through and keep your ships live at the same time, which is just win-win. Yeah, it's... Man, I am really torn on which of these pilots I'm like most excited for because like... That Obi Wan, you know, getting that extra token um, when at range one, and now Ayla getting that extra defense. I mean, if you look at any of the lists I play, I'm um, all about defense and mods. Um, which, yes, I'm probably part of the problem, but uh, it's great. And like, just like all these defensive mods on these three agility ships, like that's it's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, Ayla's Ayla's pretty cool here. Uh yeah, two force. That's pretty great. I mean, oh man, these these ships are gonna be hard to kill. Like you're gonna need some serious firepower because there's so much defensive modification here. Well, yes, I mean they might just roll blanks and they only have three hit points, but that's why like getting that evade token and having Ayla's ability, right? I mean, you can convert two blank results with her. Spend an evade token, spend her ability. Like that's awesome. I think one of the crazier things to me about Ayla's ability too is there's like no limit to it. There's no charge ability, so you can just do it for all your all the friendly ships here. Yeah, or I mean, the same ship repeatedly. There's kind of a charge thing, right, with your force charges. Um, but the Republic has some things to help out with that, like uh, Delta Obi Wan. Just you know, your focus is forever. Well, and I think there's also something to be said for if you're running like a lat gunship or something as support, like getting extra evades here and there would be great. And you can throw some force crew on there to get those, you know, force charges, you know, to to feed the defense. So lots of usefulness here, right? Right. I mean, you pair that with like a Padme um, where you're turning down their offense and then boosting up your defense. (laughs) Like that's disgusting. Um or is it beautiful? Like it's one of the two, <laughs> and it really depends on which side of the table I'm on. I think. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be on the winning side. Uh, we also have a few more pilots. Uh, there's uh, this one's pretty cool. It's just a generic Jedi general, a two force initiative four pilot for this with no pilot ability. Um, that's pretty cool. I'm glad they didn't just go the one force route like they did with the Jedi Knight, which is a, that's a cool ship over on the other sprite side. But this helps differentiate this ship a little bit. Um, is this like the craziest? I mean, I guess I know we live in a world of Petronaki Arena Aces right now, but um, <laughs> this feels like the craziest generic printed, right? <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll have to see price there, right? Do you do you think? I mean, man, this will be sub fifty, so you'll probably be able to fit four, right? 
Like, there's no way that's over 50 points. Right? Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be, like, mid-40s. Yeah, like, solid 45. I feel like that's the zone there. Um, oh, yeah, what, like, well, it's got it's got to be more expensive than, like, the I-4 Fangs, right? The Skull Squadron, yeah. Yeah, Skull Squadrons. Um, yeah, Skull Squadrons are 47. So... They do have the Concordia face-off, though, and that's a huge factor well, in that. Well, native so. three attack dice. This kind of, right? Halfway. Yeah. The best solution they've come up with so far to be halfway between two and three. But force charges, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. how much is a force <laughs> charge worth? We still don't really know. Nobody knows. And a white evade. Force charge, white evade. That's pretty good. Yeah. Man, if they're, if they're above 50, that's going to be the real selling point, I think, for the Jedi General. If they're at 50 then solid you can run four gonna be great filler if they're just above it that's gonna be a little harder sell but we'll see where the other pilots land over on the initiative four side we also have shack t though the compassionate mentor at the start of the end phase you may spend any number of force charges to choose that many friendly ships at range zero to two each chosen ship does not remove one focus or evade token during this end phase um Wow, okay, here's another ability <laughs> just competing for best ability in this pilot range here. Um, you know, this one, you know, takes some setup, right? Another ability Republic players didn't ask for nor deserve, but we're getting anyway. <laughs> uh, but we're going to have plenty good time with it, let me tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a lot of green tokens, and now we get to hold them around and you just double down on green tokens for the turn that matters. I mean, you're always spending one force to keep a green token if you have it. Right. I mean, you might as well, right? Because you're going to get the force back for sure. And this is just going to enable some good setup. You do still have to have that force at end phase. That's true. But... Because this is start of the end phase, yeah. So it'd be pre-recover. I mean, that's fine. I mean, like you're going to save your force um, going into that um, first engagement and... Now you're just going to have all of the tokens. I mean, that's really all you need to. I like, too, that this can work on any other ship, too. So it's not just synergy with Jedi. Again, if you throw this up with, you know, some of the N1 starfighters where they're getting the free evade the turn before, so you can hold on to that evade and then they can move in again, that'd be pretty gross. Torpedo Annie would be untouchable. Yep. Um, yeah, and, like, this being Initiative 4, like, that's no problem. There's also just, like a ton of great initiative four pilots for the Republic. I mean, you mentioned little Annie, like he's great. They're going to be best buds. Yeah. Little Annie. Shaq's awesome. Um, you know, we mentioned Padme. That's also great. Luminara. Um, like all these ships, uh, like so many choices there. And you can look at, you know, your like arc one seventies, um, you know, hold on to that focus and then come in and take a lock, right? Like a lot of setup here. The last pilot we've got is, uh, so this one is got some very different art because apparently Yoda had a very different eight to two actus in the series, which I did not realize not, you know, seeing active comparisons. Uh, but Yoda comes in at initiative three. So not the most skilled pilot, but still got that three force there and an ability that's reminiscent of his new crew card, uh, regening force. So, after another friendly ship at range 0 to 3 spends one or more force charges, you may spend a force charge. If you do, that ship recovers one force charge. Pretty awesome. 
yeah, this is pretty solid. Um, I'm curious to see where this lands price-wise, right? Because the Jedi General's got a slightly higher initiative and still two force, you know, not quite three. But I feel like Yoda will be somewhere comparable. How powerful do you think this supportability is? Um, it feels pretty comparable to like Initiative 3 Ahsoka, um, you know, giving out that extra action. Right. Um, and yes, like a force in theory isn't as good as an extra action. But I mean, if you look at this chassis, like there's a lot of great ways to spend force, you know, for that intuitive controls, for that purple lock, um, for all of these great pilot abilities. So getting uh, force back like has a lot of value on these ships. Or right, because there's so many other pilot abilities here, like Obi-Wan or Shakti, letting someone hold on to a token where that force charge is essentially getting you an extra full action. Yeah, and having three force, like, that's awesome. I mean, like, this is, like, a, you know, pretty survivable ship. Like, I mean, usually, like, the lower initiative Jedis didn't have as much force, and so, like, they were kind of better targets. Like, Yoda's going to be pretty survivable. Yeah, and, like, a pretty squirrely blocker. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I think the place to start building with these will be just pretty much the only Jedi lists, and then we'll go from there, right? We got Because we got to see where the price points fall. Because I just can't see, you probably can't fit, it would be re- kind of ridiculous to fit four named pilots from this ship, right, in a list. That seems unlikely. I don't know, man. These are crazy times. Anything could happen. <laughs> Anything can happen. Uh, a lot of cool pilots, though. This expansion also comes with, uh, looking over on the upgrade card side, it is coming with that hyperspace ring, which is going to be um, not for ex- extended or hyperspace play. It's going to be strictly for epic and scenarios and whatnot. Still some cool cards there. We won't dive into those because we don't quite know the implications of those yet. Yet, Other than the Jedi Commander, they're coming up with a new uh, squad leader card, which looks pretty cool. Um I like that one a lot. But there's some new standard play X-Wing cards that are coming out here. Uh, the big one for me is Extreme Maneuvers, a new force power. Yeah, we will have to see pricing. Pricing on force talent's been interesting, but this looks like uh, like a force talent I actually want, which makes me scared because that means it's gonna I feel like it's going to be really expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, spend a force, do that full turn boost, like that's powerful. I mean, thinking about um, their intuitive controls, like that's really cool. Yeah, and and this one does have some constraints. It's it's interesting though, so it should see some application outside there. It requires a small ship, obviously only, and it, the boost action. But it's not faction restricted, and unlike patience, it's not uh, light side dark side restricted. Um, which I think is a pretty interesting distinction. But yeah, while you perform a boost action, you may spend a force to use the turn template instead. Um, which is which is pretty solid, especially on a high initiative pilot, because that's kind of like getting an extra boost. Yeah, it certainly can be. Yeah, we'll see if like Luke or Kylo like that. That could be a little too good on. Oh, that would be gross on Kylo. Honestly, with as with as much fun as I've been having with Daredevil on Von Reg, like a hard turn boost on Kylo would be insane. Uh huh. Or is it just what you needed? Who knows? <laughs> We've got to keep Kylo competitive, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure that's really important. <laughs> He's never been good. Um, 
I mean, good application here, though, for a lot of different ships here. I feel like uh, Extreme Maneuvers on a ship, like, I mean, any of them, really, but Ala Sakura helping you get that forward firing arc at range one to zero. Um, that's important. Yeah, I mean, like, the tough part here, and with, like, a lot of force powers, is, like, these ships already have so many great ways to spend the force. I, I mean, I think this is going to look good on them. It's just, like, you're going to have to be, I think, pretty mindful about what you do use your force for um i mean force is great and usually you're getting just all good things with it um and these ships do have deep force pools but i think they kind of need those deep force pools so uh, the thing i think about though like when you get into late game x-wing where you're down to just a couple ships sometimes like you'll pay the double resource cost for the positional advantage because like obviously if you wanted to use this ability with the purple boost action you get from intuitive controls you're spending two force in the system phase to make that happen, which is pretty steep. But if you're like late game, like one ship on one ship, like that might make all the difference, right? Between you dodging an arc, which is definitely worth two force in most cases. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping this is, you know, priced at least like semi reasonable so I can try it out. Cause it does look um, like it'll be pretty interesting gameplay wise. What is what is the, so given that the cost of the force is also built into it extra force what is the most you'd want to pay for this card Carson like what's the cap I'm thinking like around cents price point which that's at uh 4 right now 3 No it's like 5 or 6 Oh yeah right so that yeah that went up before so 5 points for cents right now Ooh that still seems kind of steep though it does, but I think like that's kind of the upward bounds of what I want to spend for it. Like, I mean, because I could see on certain pilots, like that could be worth it. And how much uh, should Brilliant Evasion cost? I don't know, man. Does that <laughs> card even exist? I guess not. Um, it's too bad it says small ship only, because I'm pretty sure we can all agree Ray needs this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's really Ray's really struggling right now. Unplayable. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I'm really struggling. <laughs> Just because you can't win with her, I don't think that means it's necessarily a defect of the design. Uh huh. Um, I mean, I think we've mentioned this other force talent before, um, but this one also looks pretty good, which is like weird. Like, there's two force powers in here that look pretty good, <laughs> competing for your attention uh patience light side uh love that this is our first light side power um and just like hate the dark side power that regens force this is another way to get back your force at the start of the engagement phase if an enemy ship is in your forward firing arc you may gain one deplete token to recover one force um awesome right like get that force back they spoiled this one before but uh this seems like a good one for ray right yeah, you know, there's a lot of times where I, like, I don't even care about her firing, right? I mean, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty clutch, though, like being able to spend that force to generate those extra evades. That seems pretty important. That'll be worth a deplete. So one less attack die basically to add an evade. No, it's not. That she, seems pretty she's good. there to just burn away and roll attack dice. <laughs> uh, that's not where you want to use this. <laughs> Got to keep that secret tech for yourself, don't you, Carson? No, I mean, you want these on the Jedi's. Like, this is great there. Um, this is pretty cool. Um, having that as an extra option, especially if you need the extra force. 
Uh, and this one's not range restricted. So as long as there's an enemy, even if they're all the way out to range three, you can still get that force back, which like seems good setup for Shaq T, who might need the extra force to uh, keep those tokens out on the table for the actual engagement turn. Right. I mean, if you didn't get bullseye lined up, like, I mean, these two dice attacks, like, right, might as well be rolling one attack die. <laughs> get your force back. Take that lock, right? Spend the force, get the lock. Then get that force back, and you'll be ready for a powerful attack coming at range one. And if you are at range three and you got them in your bullseye, I'm just going to assume you're a better X-Wing player than me, and you don't really need this advice anyway. Right. Well, and then you don't have to be patient that turn, right? <laughs> <laughs> Then it's time for aggressive negotiations. So lots of cool stuff here coming. I'm actually pretty excited for this expansion. Like I was, I was hyped for the ship on its own because I love Revenge of the Sith. Um, lots of fond memories, but this expansion, all the cards in here look pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's been like tough knowing this stuff that's coming out. Um, like once the lat was announced, it was like, and we didn't really get anything for public for a little while. Um, it was like, okay, I just want to wait till this new stuff comes. And then now we also get the Eda. Like, it's going to be pretty exciting to play Republic. Let us know, though, what's your favorite new card? Let's uh, let's just say, what's your favorite new pilot in this expansion? Are you looking forward to Shakti? Are you going to be running some Annie Obi-Wan synergy? Uh, let us know. You can go to Facebook.com slash Radio TCX and let us know on the Facebook page. You can also like us while you're there. Yeah, we also need to know who is the better art, Obi-Wan or Anakin. Uh, I could also accept Shaq T. That one's awesome, too. Uh, and if you want to help the show grow and reach a wider audience, um, be sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes uh, saying what you like about the show and why others should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash radiotcx and becoming a supporter of the show today. And thank you to everyone who's already been a supporter. It means so much to us. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Sorry, man. How much? I didn't mean to make you look bad. I just that literally came to my head right as he said it. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm gonna edit it to make it sound great. So okay, cool. I'm already I already I I plan these things as we're talking. That's why I phrase things certain (laughs) ways so that I can go clean it up. But maybe I'll leave all this in just to prove what a hack I am.